Hey, good evening, and welcome to the Uptown Parlay Podcast. Now your host, Ace. Welcome right. to the Uptown Parlay Recap Show with Ace and G-Dad. Hey, folks, how are you? Hope you had a wonderful holiday. Hope Christmas was good to you. The Santa Claus got you what you wanted. And I hope you have a happy and safe new year. Happy New Year, everybody. 2023 will be better than it's ever been before. Amen to that. And to all the winners in 2022, hope you keep it rolling with the NFL playoffs and the NBA season that has continued. And we hope that you continue with Uptown Parlay's podcast. We bring you nothing but winners. And when we lose, we still hope you're a winner. All right. What was your biggest takeaway from the last two weeks of the NFL season? Well, you know, I'm old, so I may not remember the last two weeks. But All my right. biggest how about just this last week then. My my biggest takeaway yeah. was was how um was Houston. I Did was like so happy I was so happy that Houston came back to win that game. Okay, everybody, all the talking heads on team. Oh, they lost the first pick. Oh, they, they don't need the first pick. They need the second pick. Chicago already has a quarterback. Houston needs a quarterback. So okay. they'll still get their quarterback. Okay, unless, of course, Chicago sells a pick for four, four or five players. That's but even I'm, so, yeah. if they sell a pick, they're going to sell it for four or five players. Really, of all the teams that are up there now in, in the top five in terms of the first five picks, Houston needs a quarterback. No one else needs a quarterback but Houston. So they're going to get their quarterback if that's what they want. But I was so glad. And like I heard it said, Lovey Smith knew he was getting fired. Houston's a crazy franchise. This is the second coach they fired after a year. Um, and, and they really, you know, would really do their franchise apart was my man being so goddamn nasty and horny. If he wasn't so nasty and horny, he'd still be the quarterback and they might still be winning because they were doing quite well before he got stupid with his life. Um, so now, now they knew if Lovey Smith, if they know Lovey Smith is going to get fired and he knows he's getting fired, why wouldn't he go to try to win the game? Football players and coaches try to win management tanks but i was so happy for them the other thing i was happy for was that tampa bay lost because you know how i hate tom brady why were you happy that tampa bay lost i'm sick and tired of hearing about tom brady but the big thing that surprised me was how many teams in the playoffs choose to play their scrubs instead of playing their regulars well, they were winning until, to, to bring up the Tampa Bay game, they were winning at halftime until he came out of the game. So they were well, up 17-10, and then yeah. they were like, well, we don't really need to win this. Exactly. But we don't want to be rusty, so we're going to play, play y'all in the first half, and then we're going to let the backups come in in the second half. But it seemed, like, that. it seemed like all the playoff teams did that, except yes. maybe Cincinnati. All the and, teams well, Cincinnati played Cincinnati needed score. to win. No, except for the Chargers, too. He got his players hurt, Brendan Staley doing well, but, but And they still lost. But I'm saying that's that's the only team that, that could have put in their scrubs and didn't. Yes. But everybody yeah. else played scrubs, you know? Yeah. So I, that was a disappointment. You would think that even though even though we're gonna we've made the playoffs, you know, give the let the fans see this quote unquote stars. That was a disappointment for me. Okay. What was the best game of the week to you? I, I a best game. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Detroit. 
I enjoyed Detroit, that. Detroit beating um, Green Bay and knocking them out of the playoffs. Detroit has played to the to you know how they say the coaches, the, the coaches, the personalities of the team. Yes. I think that's one of the few teams that really maybe maybe a couple others, but that's definitely a team that that the coaches' personalities on that team. They fight to the end. They 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 don't seem to give up. I like I like the fact that they played hard to the end. They were six and zero in the last six games, I think, mm-hmm. and um, or six and one or something in the last seven games. So it looks good for their future. Um, they still need a quarterback because I don't think Foles is a guy. Even though he was one of the best quarterbacks in the second half of the season, I don't think he's the man. But they they played well, and I'm I'm happy for them. Okay, I'm glad they knocked out Green Bay too because Aaron Rodgers was getting real cocky because when they had lost to them earlier in the year. Yeah. Because I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers guy, uh, as you know, as a Bears fan just in general. Uh, after he lost to the Lions, he said, "We can't lose to a team like that." And I was like, "Word, you can't lose to a team like that." Uh, he started out three and seven. So what do you mean you can't lose to a team like that? And and he talked about owning Detroit and owning the Bears. Uh-huh. And in fact, over the last 50 years, Green Bay has owned the division, except for a couple of years that the Bears were good, yeah. a few years. But, um, but you know, he doesn't own them anymore. He don't own Detroit, that's for sure. Detroit has beat them four straight times. There you go. Which, shout out to the Lions. I, I wish they could have got in, but I'm glad Geno Smith got in. That's what stood out to me. My yes. man Geno Smith and um, throwing 30 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. And... Yeah. He needed to throw two picks in the game yesterday just to get to double digit interception. Get to double he digit. was at 29 and he was at 29 and 9 on the season. Well, that goes back to my argument that the the coaching staff is and the quarterback have to be on the same page in terms of utilizing the talents of the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You can have the greatest quarterback, and if they're not seeing eye to eye, which is I think the problem in, in Green Bay, if they're not seeing eye to eye, it doesn't work. When Foles was in Philly, he saw eye to eye with the coaching staff and he looked good. Yeah. He's going to a couple other places. He just doesn't look bad. And you know who I was yeah. sad? Uh, I'm happy for who? I'm happy that the coach lost. That they went <laughs> one and 10 or something under this guy. One and eight. One and eight. I'm happy because that just proves to you that, that Ursay is a, uh, he is not George Steinbrenner. He is not. He is not Jerry Jones. He's not um, Georgia Fonteri when she owned the Rams. He just. He, he's almost as dumb as as um as the guy that owns the Raiders. Raiders. Okay. Yeah, the oh, Raiders. Al Michaels. Um, yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. I know he's talking about. Yeah, because because they Al they Michaels, just sorry. don't seem to be able to get it together. Al Davis, yeah. Yeah, Al Davis's son. They picked the wrong, Steve Davis, I think it is. They picked the wrong coaches, and the the scouting team picks the wrong players. They never seem to get it together. Well, in fairness to them, they had a good offensive line, and then all of a sudden, all those guys came in this year. Most of them are healthy, and they just played terrible. To the Raiders, they just keep drafting the fastest player possible, and they can't for some reason, find a quarterback in the draft. You keep, it doesn't matter what you do. Mm-hmm. It all has to come together. Look at the Giants. Look yeah. at the Jets. Look at Miami. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they got new coaching staff. Somehow they came together. 
The Jets may not be as good as their numbers show with seven and nine or something, Uh but they came together. The Giants may be better than they are. They came together. Miami came together. That's all my point is. Arizona, the coach, it it didn't come together. To me, the same thing, the same thing happened in Denver. The coaching staff and the quarterback didn't, their styles didn't click. Yeah, Denver to me, you know the shows that um everybody was talking about Russell Wilson was the problem. They beat a playoff team that was trying to beat them mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. He, he threw for four touchdowns in this game. Since they fired Hackett, he has gotten positive on touchdowns to interception ratio. So what that lets me know is, oh, the coach who was this offensive guru who was part of the uh, Sean McVay tree doesn't really know what he's doing. Maybe it's really only the first three or four guys who are working with him and working with Shanahan who actually know what they're talking about because they keep trusting these dudes and not going with other people who could have actually gotten them a winning franchise. But no. Or he might know what he's doing. He couldn't communicate it to Russell and therefore the team, because if you communi- communicate it to your quarterback, the quarterback that communicates it to the rest of the team, it will yeah. work. Something, something just didn't jive. That's what's happening in Green Bay. No, because that coach had gotten them to the NFC title game last year. Well, I'm I'm not blaming the coach. I'm blaming Aaron Rodgers there. Aaron Rodgers ran the fat guy out of town, sent him to Detroit. <laughs> and now he's, he's, not, getting long, he's not getting along with the new mean. guy. Yeah. Listen you know? But another another wonderful thing in the last couple of weeks yeah. has been how Dallas has been mishandled. Well, they just got beat down by the commanders in their final game. So a guy who I didn't think was going to play. They love to talk about Dax. Dax needs to keep doing (laughs) bed commercials and leave the football (laughs) alone. He's not as good as he thinks. Mm -hmm. To that point. And if he doesn't look out, Mr. Jones is going to get rid of him. Well, he's got two more years of guaranteed money. So I don't think they're going to be able to cut him unless Jerry Jones is willing to just lose out on $84 million. If you get, if you, unless it's, if it's not guaranteed. It's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. If you get, if you get another coach, I think Dax may be out of there. Okay. Because we're playing to win. Listen, since he's gotten the deal, they've won double digit games every year. They're hitting on their draft picks and and they're hitting on their offensive picks. I think I don't think it's Dak. I think it's the offensive coordinator. I think it's the fact that they can't adjust. And and how many and how many championship games have they been done. in? And Zero. how many have they won? First of all, you can say the same thing with Aaron Rodgers, who keeps going to the NFC title game and losing consistently over he the gets past to go, decade. He gets to go to the championship game. But he keeps losing. Dax doesn't get to go to that game. No, they Dax may is win, not going to that game. They, they may win the division. Off. But that's it. They don't go any further than that. One and out. So okay. So let's get into the playoffs then. And I'm, I, you know, I was so proud the Bears finally got the number one overall pick. They've never had the number one overall pick in the common draft era. Meaning, you know, the common draft era is since yes. 1952. Do you think? Do you think that they'll? Um, you think you? What do you think they're going to do? You think they're going to trade it for four or five more picks? Yes. They should. Okay. Okay. There's no defensive player that I've been watching college football all year because I knew the Bears were going to be bad. Mm -hmm. I knew they were going to have a high first round pick. You know what? The last time they had a pick this high, what they used it on, they traded up and got Mitchell Trubisky. 
Then okay. they could have got then they could have got um Justin Fields and they traded up one more spot, <laughs> give him more draft capital to get him. This guy traded back a bunch in this past draft, got a bunch of third and fourth round picks. They got a second round pick and they traded him for Chase Claypool. So they have wide receivers that they can play with. They either need to trade back to the middle of the first round, draft some offensive linemen or some defensive talent because the defense was atrocious because they traded away all the best defensive linemen. And then maybe they can get Jalen Carter or Will Anderson. I don't know. I'll take either one. But here's but I the think question. they can move back with Indianapolis because Indianapolis wants to get to number one so that they can take their star QB. Did they get rid of their defense in order to get a number one pick? No. I think they knew that they weren't going to pay Roquan Smith, which is unfortunate. Uh-huh. They knew they weren't going to pay him. They knew that they were going to trade um, the defensive end, Robert. Um, I wanted them to bring him back. He had 18 and a half sacks last year. I can't remember his name right now. Okay. It's terrible. He's and the linebacker. They played at Roquan Smith, and they traded, yeah, the line, Robert Quinn, who was best two players on the defense at the one linebacker, one on the defensive end. What about the linebacker? They got rid of him. The defense went from middle to the bottom. What about that? They brought in a linebacker. Which one? Of the practice squad? Who? The practice squad guy. No, no. They they had a linebacker who is now, I think, is he playing for Dallas now? No, this guy that they brought in for, they traded him to Baltimore. What's his name? Roquan Smith. No, there's another guy. Uh A couple of years ago. Uh, oh, you're talking about Khalil Mack. Yes. They so traded they had, him to San Diego. They yeah. had three great, potentially yeah. great defensive players. No, three pro bowlers. You could build yeah. your defense around. Yeah. They got rid of all three of them. Yeah, which is means... That, is that because they wanted a number one pick? Uh, I don't know if they were definitely going for number one, but they were definitely not trying to win. Because if do, you have three pro yeah. bowlers on defense, yeah, And then you get this quarterback that's supposed to be the next coming of Jesus Christ. You could build the offense. Now they got to go build a defense and an offense with a quarterback who 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 knows how hurt he is. And we, <laughs> I, I've been telling you all year, you can't build an offense around a one quarterback in the NFL. He's going to get killed. And all three that. running quarterbacks this year yeah. got hurt. All of Jackson, Jackson, Fields, and my man in Arizona. I would say Josh Allen's still healthy. Josh Allen's not a running quarterback. Oh, but he is, though. He, he is runs, their running game. He's he their runs game. when he's in trouble. He runs when he's not in trouble because when the offense isn't moving, he's got to run. Yeah, but they don't call plays for him to run. They call plays for Fields to run. Yeah, they call plays he runs for a Jack- four, four. They call plays for Jackson to run. Yeah. You when should. you call plays for your quarterback to run, you're going to get him hurt. Then he's useless. They usually don't get hurt in running plays. They usually get hurt in the pocket, like how Tua got hurt, like okay. how Dak got hurt. Okay. Like how uh, Jameis Winston got hurt in New Orleans. Okay. When you can't move, when you can't get out of the way, mm-hmm. that's when you're going to get crushed. Now, what happens when your running quarterback gets hurt? Your team goes in the dumper. Well, Lamar Jackson could have come back, but he's not playing because he doesn't have a contract for next season because they won't give him the money that he deserves. Did, he can't, He's still hurt. He's coming back for the playoffs. He yeah. was hurt. That's why he he's, didn't come no, back. No, he could have played the last game of the season. He he's like, played, I'm not risking that injury. He could have come played, back in the playoffs. He could have played hurt. And why play him hurt when you don't? They didn't need to win the game. 
that was a contract negotiation tool. He's like, I'm not playing her. Okay. He didn't. He didn't need to do it. That's all I'm saying. If he had played the last two weeks of the season, if they'd have won the game before this, and then come into this one, them okay. winning this game would have gotten them definitely home field advantage, or they would have gotten them the three seed. But I don't think it matters because him going into Cincinnati, it may or may not make a difference. Okay. But we're going to so, get into these playoff games. Well, yes. Oh. What game? What games you want to talk? The NFL or the NFC or the AFC? Uh, let's talk the NFC first. Okay. Seattle at San Francisco is going to be the first game. What's the points spread? Seattle is getting 10 points right now. And and they're playing where? At San Francisco. And you want a dad pick or you want to hear your pick first? You take your pick first. I'm a, I'll tell you what I think. but I want Without to a doubt. Without a doubt, San Francisco is going to win by at least 17 points. Seattle had uh, had their Super Bowl last week in winning the game. The standard player. That was their Super Bowl. San Francisco is going to win by at least 17 points. That kid has come a long way. Their quarterback for San Francisco. Uh-huh. Now they have uh, McCaffrey. There's a rumor that, um, that um, oh, God, what's his Debo name? Samuel? Come? The who? Debo Samuel. Yeah, he might be back. Okay. So they got the wide receivers, they got the running back, they got the quarterback, they got the defense. They are going to smash Seattle. Seattle is not in their class. Dad picked Seattle by 10, plus 10. So take San Francisco. Take San Francisco. All right. San Francisco lost one game at home all year. They're 8 and 10 against the spread. There's no way I was going to bet against San Francisco. Okay. So this, you got a winner, folks. This right here is a super lock. I can't honestly, like I would I would get on this now because it's it's Monday. Before the spread gets any bigger. Yeah, because I yep. could see this being like 14 or 13 points because I can't imagine too many people outside of the state of Washington, maybe Oregon, who are better than the Seahawks cover. I'm gonna go further outside the town of Seattle. <laughs> and I live in New York, so I can call Seattle a town. Wow. Okay. We have boroughs bigger than Seattle. Outside the town of Seattle, anybody who bets on on Seattle is just giving their money away. Now, I will say I am rooting for Seattle. I'd love to see Geno Smith win a playoff game, especially because the Jets cut him and they're no longer in the playoffs. So that would just be so bittersweet. I would love to see it. I it's think not going to happen. You better hope that Geno Smith comes back next year and starts for them. You're not going to bring back a guy who threw for 4,000 yards and 30 TDs and 11 interceptions? Our whole, that's exactly what you want? Our whole team is rebuilding. If we get us a quarterback, who knows? He is cheap. You have the first. You have Denver's draft pick, which apparently is like the fifth pick in the draft now. And you have a quarterback that you know can work, who could play for three more years. He may so be unless cheap. the quarterback you love is there, don't draft him. He may be cheap, or but cheaper. he's old. Old, he's 30. Tom Brady is old. Cheap and he's old. He's been around 10 years at least. He knows the system and he works with the players that you got. And everybody's right. happy playing with him. Okay. He's younger than Matt Stafford. Let's you know what I think of All right. Seattle you're, and Gino. You're a hater. You're a hater. Gino's a good backup. Good backup. He started all season. He is a starting quarterback. Put some respect on his name. Next, 
Next up, we have the most interesting game on Saturday. We have the L.A. Chargers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want the dad pick? Let's What's go. the spread? The Chargers have minus three? The Chargers are minus one and a half. They Gross. are road favorites in the playoffs. And they're, yeah. playing, in, they're playing in San Francisco and in, in, in L.A.? They're playing in Jacksonville, in Duval County. In Duval County. In Duval County. I'm picking the Chargers. Really? Picking the Chargers. What makes you think they're going to win? Not only, I think they're going to win. Jacksonville is on a high. Mm -hmm. The coach has them souped up. A good coach. He's got them them really working hard. But they're young. They've never been in this situation before. And I think the goal, I think, I think that. um, Neither have the Chargers. But I think the Chargers are going to eke out a win. I think they're going to win by five to seven points. That's a dad pick. Not a super lock, but a dad pick. That the Chargers are going to win by five to seven points. Chargers win. Because of the defense or just because Jacksonville's inexperienced? Because of the defense and because Jacksonville's inexperienced and because the quarterback is a better quarterback than the kid in Jacksonville. That's fair. I do think Herbert is a better QB. Even though their coach is better at getting this team prepared. I, I think I think they're going to win by five to seven. Super Bowl winning coach in Jacksonville. Just got yeah, say. yeah, but not with that team. Not this year. <laughs> not this year. Okay. Who you the, got? The one I got. Um, I got. You know what? I'm picking the Chargers because they have Khalil Mack and they have Joey Bosa, so they have the two best pass rushers in the game. And I've seen pass rushers in the playoffs change an entire game. Okay. You got two of them, and you got one of the best safeties in the game in Derwin James. Uh, I think Jacksonville's in for a long day. Okay. I don't think they're going to get blown out, but if they lose this game by a field goal, which they weren't exactly playing great against Tennessee. Like, Joshua Dobbs almost got him, and that wasn't a fumble. His hand was coming forward, and that was the only reason why they won that game. No, seriously. His hand came forward, and the ball came out. We agree. We agree. Next. Miami at Buffalo. Miami is a ten and a half point underdog, and they're playing one. in Buffalo. They're playing in Buffalo, but there's not going to be any snow. There's not going to be any rain. Just a regular cold Buffalo day, high of thirty six degrees and sunny. And it's ten and a half. Ten and a half. Tua is unlikely to play. It was um, eleven. It went down a half a point. I am. I am. I'm rooting for Buffalo because it's the only football team in New York State. Okay. But at 10 and a half, it's kind of hard. If Tua plays, if Tua plays, I would say take Buffalo with the 10 and a half. I mean, I mean, take Miami with the 10 and a half. Okay. If Tua doesn't play, I take Buffalo. Is that a hedge? That's not a hedge, no. So if two is playing, we won't know till Thursday or Friday. You'll so, know by you'll know by Friday. Easy. Okay. If Tua plays, I would take Miami with the ten and a half. If Tua doesn't play, and honestly, you know, he may have to go the route that the that the kid in um the kid in um Indiana went. Luck? Yeah. He, he may have to put his life ahead of football, his physical health ahead of football. Mm. 
because when you when you get concussions that easily, you know, it's not a broken leg or a bad back or a sore, a sore shoulder. Concussions. Yeah. Okay. And we know concussions at that level will affect your brain later in life. And he's young. What is he, 25 or something? 24? 24. So, you know. 23, somewhere around there. He, he, may, he may have to cash out after this season. But if he plays, I'm going with, with, um, with Miami with the 10 and a half. If he doesn't play, then I got to go with Buffalo. I, I, one thing about him, whether or not, I don't think he should play. I think the team should protect him. If they want him to be the quarterback long-term, they should not let him play this season because they're not going to beat the Buffalo Bills this season. Even with going, him? Even with him. Going to Buffalo, they're not going to win this game. Okay. I, I honestly believe that because after how they lost when they were there last time, it lets me know, oh, they, they were winning that game until the weather got bad, to be to be fair. Like, Tariq Hill literally just ran a fly route. The guy knew he was going to do it. Ran past him, made one move, and then caught it. And it was the smoothest thing I've ever seen. So, clearly, Tariq Hill is un, uncoverable. Um, Teddy Bridgewater can cover this spread. Skylar Thompson, I believe, can cover this spread. Yes. What people it's uncomfortable to talk about but because demar hamlin is not their safety they're now on their third string safety they now have to play someone who's played one game all season which is last week against the bills against patriots mac jones threw for three touchdowns in that game three that was not an accident okay they're not in the playoffs they won that game because of two kick return touchdowns yeah Without those two touchdowns, who knows what would have happened on this drive. Maybe the Bills would have scored, maybe they wouldn't. But that was the difference in them winning and losing. It put them up a lot. It helped them cover the spread the second one. Okay. The Bills were getting eight and a half. So Miami. You're going Miami. Miami's going to stay within a touchdown no matter who plays quarterback. Okay. Because their defense crushed the Jets, and they got a safety at the end of the game just to cover Miami is going to kill themselves to beat the Bills. And And Tyreek Hill may have the best game in his life. But Miami couldn't score against the Jets. Because of the rookie quarterback. That's what I said. If Tua plays, I give him a chance. If he doesn't, they lose big. Why are we so sure that Buffalo is going to be able to score in Miami? Say that again? Why are we so sure that Buffalo is going to be able to score in Miami? Without without Tua, they're going to crush him. They got a better defense. I'm talking about Miami's defense. No, they have a better defensive line. They have better linebackers. Okay. The secondary is not better. Even with DeMar, Buffalo had trouble in their defensive backfield all year. Exactly. That's my point. But who's and you're telling throw me the, the two fastest wide receivers in the league are now playing against you. Who's I throwing can, it? But who's going to throw it to Waddle and um, to Rekill? I could throw it to Waddle and to Rekill my water gun up an arm. Okay. They're going to catch five-yard passes and turn them into 25-yard passes. Okay. Because they're that good. I got that you. is what I believe. Okay. Their so wide kind, receivers are so good. We kind, we kind of agree. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So let's hit the NFC then. All right. Back to the Giants my, at Minnesota. My league. The yeah. Giants in Minnesota. What's the spread? Minnesota's favored by three. Minnesota's kind of favored by three. And they're playing in Minnesota. They're playing in the dome. The in the dome. Team, dome team. And um, I love the Giants. I go back to the Giants when Charlie Connolly was a quarterback when I was 10 years old. And you need to Google him. Mm. Charlie Connolly was a bad dude. 
I go back, and he was one number 10. I still remember it. I go back to when Frank Gifford was the original slot back. He was a halfback, and they put him in the slot, what they call a slot now, and he was killing them. Trivia time. Did you know how many first-round picks the Giants have spent on quarterbacks in their entire history? I, 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 three or four? I have no idea. That's exactly right. It's four. Yeah. Okay. Four. And they've yeah. been successful a long time. They're like, you know, <laughs> there, were, there were two teams yeah. in America that sell out every game, win or lose. The New York Giants and the New York Knicks. And the Chicago Bears. They sell out every game? Every game. I didn't know that. But I, I, but I mean, and the Giants have been bad for a long time. Yeah. And their, their ticket wait list is 40 years long. The Knicks have been selling out. The, the Knicks have been bad since since you were born. First of all, sir, when I was born, they had Bernard King, and they were nice. The Knicks have been bad, and, and they have a winning record. Since so you were born, the Knicks you bite, have been you bad. You bite your tongue. They they have a They've winning. They've been record. in one championship series since you were born. They've been in two. How dare you? Okay, but my point is, they sell out. People love them. Yeah, it really. doesn't matter. The, the Knicks are like the Lakers, and the Nets are like the Clippers. It doesn't matter how many championships the Clippers win or the Nets win, if if any, because neither have won. It's still going to be a Nick team on a Laker, a, Laker, a Nick town on a Laker town. I'd just like, like yeah. just like even though the Jets won the Super Bowl in '63 with Joe Namath, it yes. was a giant town. And then the Giants won two. It's a giant town forever. Wait, wait, how? Okay, let's point that out. How far after you, you realized the Giants were terrible the entire sixties? Yes. In the entire seventies? No, no, 70s. no, no, no. They were yes. terrible in the seventies. The sixties, they were winning championships. No, before they the before the Super Bowl, they were a championship team. They were losing to the Bears. They were losing they were to the Cleveland Browns. No, they, they were, were losing, losing to, to the, the Rams. Packers. They were losing to the Packers and the Bears. We beat them. The Packers beat them. The they Browns beat them. beat them. The Browns and Bears beat them in the 50s. Oh, so they've been losing for decades is what you're saying. But, but they won the championship game. Okay. They were lousy in the 70s. They won in the 80s. They were lousy in the 90s. They were lousy in the 2000s. Well, now they won, they're good. They won two Super Bowls in the 90s. In the 80s or the 90s? They won 86, and then they okay. won 90, 90 or 91. Okay, so I call that the 80s. They get one. The, the rest of the 90s, they were bad. Yes. The rest of the O's, they were bad. The rest oh, of the 10s, they were bad. No, no. They got 07 and they got 2011. Eh. They beat an undefeated team in the Super Bowl, man. My, my, point, is, my point is, it's, an, it's a giant town. But yeah. Minnesota's going to win. Thank you for that, that history lesson. That and however, I love the Giants. I love Big Blue. So you think Minnesota's going to beat them and cover? They're going to beat them by more than three points. You said it's one and a half, didn't you? No, it's three. They have to beat They're them by e three. E beat them easily. Easily. Really? Remember, the teams that go from east to west tend yeah. to lose. Yeah. The, it's only not, a one-hour difference. Not west to east. East to west tend to lose. So that's why the Chargers are going to win. That's why the Chargers are going to lose. One reason the Chargers are going to win and I don't, the, the Giants don't need an excuse to lose. They're just going to lose. They're, the Giants are gearing up for the future. 
Okay. So this is an experience for them. Next Minnesota. year, the Giants are going to win 12 games. Easy. You sure about that? Mark, that's a dad pick. That's a dad lock for a season. They're gonna, you wanna, if you bet over and under, yeah. over and under on, a, on games one, yeah. the Giants go for 12 or over. All right. You know the Eagles are still going to be in their division. So the Eagles will win 10 and the Giants will win 12. Okay. I think, well, we know someone's going to have something to say about that, but I don't know. Over on the Giants, 12 or more wins next year. I don't know if this is a prop bet or if you can do this, but if you could bet on a push, if you mm -hmm. could bet on Minnesota winning by exactly three points, I would do that. Minnesota beat Chicago by 17 points. Yeah. You know what their point differential is on the season? What? It's negative six. I hear you. They won 13 games yeah. and have a negative six-point differential, which means they yeah. got outscored by the whole season, even though they have a winning record by nine games yeah. by six points. Well, you can't. Can't you this pick money? This is going to be a tie. You can pick money just to win outright, right? You can, but you okay. win less money that way. If there's like a prop bet that they can win by exactly hey. three, take that. That's what just, I would do. Just like you pay to win, you bet to win. Yeah. So if you win less money, it's still money, money. Yeah. Baltimore at Cincinnati. Sunday night football, NBC. That's the AFC game, right? Oh, we'll do the Dallas Cowboys at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Oh, we'll man. Monday night, Monday night football. Honestly, Dallas, what's the uh, Tampa Bay is getting three points at home against Dallas. You know, I hate Dallas as a Giant fan. <laughs> I know. And I hate the Bucks. Why? Because I hate the Bucks because it was Tony Junji's team that won the Super Bowl, even though they give the credit to that little racist, misogynist idiot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it's hard for me to pick either one of these guys. Well, if it makes you feel any better, Tampa's got a black head coach, if that matters to you. Who the he's Jets not very good. The fact that he's black doesn't matter. Okay. He's a good... He's a good defensive coach. He's not a good coach, manager coach. He is not. So, you know, that doesn't help their case. And um, I don't like the fat guy in in in, um, in um, Dallas. You know, he got lucky in Green Bay, and he's not doing so well in Dallas. Because Dallas, is, you know, in Dallas, if you don't win, you're no good. They're expected to win this game. It's hard to pick. And and Tampa Bay has the, is covered three, you say? Tampa is getting three points, yes. Tampa is afternoon a game. Dog. Afternoon game or morning game, do you know? Night game on Monday. A night game on Monday night. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. I am, this is tough. Uh, against the spread, Tampa is 1 6 and 1 in their yeah. last on the season, which means they don't really cover much. But if I think Tampa's going to win this game, no, I don't. I don't think Tampa's going to win this game. There's no okay. reason for them to be able to. Okay. There really isn't. I got to take the Cowboys. There's no okay. reason for Tampa to cover this. This is, yeah, this is insane. I'm, I'm, I'm betting on Brady and... He should um, be better than them, but... Number 12. Yeah. That the can't wide receiver. This one. What's his name? 12. I uh, think it's 12 or 13. Who's the wide Evans? receiver? Evans. Evans. I'm betting on him and Brady. Okay. Evans like reminds me of me. A big wide receiver who catches the ball no matter what. 
Okay. I'll All do right. it with 50 years ago. You've been drinking tonight, I see. I don't drink, baby. You know that. <laughs> I'm going with Tampa Bay. A big wide receiver can catch the ball. Man. That's hilarious. And fights people off. Mm-hmm. And is he does angry, fight people off. And is angry about it. He doesn't play very fast, so that's going to affect him. Yeah, I think Tampa- just like me. Doesn't play very fast, but he'll, <laughs> he'll beat his mother to catch that ball. <laughs> Tampa- Next game. Tampa should win this. I don't know. This is completely- you're picking Dallas. I'm going with Dallas. I may change okay. my mind by the one by the Thursday show. By Thursday's podcast. Okay. Baltimore and Cincinnati. Baltimore's getting six and a half points. Cincinnati. They're, Cincinnati. They're playing in Cincinnati. They're playing in Cincinnati. Lamar Jackson is expected to play. Cincinnati all the way. Lamar's going to be rusty. Mm-hmm. Um, Cincinnati's on fire. They got the running backs. They got the wide receivers. They got a pocket quarterback. Cincinnati. It's hard Baltimore, to beat. Baltimore may have a better coach, but Cincinnati. It's hard to beat a team back-to-back. Um, yeah. Sammy but, Watkins is healthy. Mm-hmm. And they also have uh, – this is kind of cojon. Well, whatever. I'm taking Baltimore. I'll give my deep okay. reasons on, on Thursday. You're right. It's hard to beat a team back-to-back, but it's easy when you're not playing against the best of the team in Baltimore at the time. Yes. And so now you play against their best, I think you can beat them. But I got sensing. But Baltimore beat Cincinnati earlier in the season at home. We'll see. So We'll see at home. Yes. Now they got to get on the Greyhound and go to Cincinnati. A Greyhound bus. That's how you think they're getting there? That's a short ride. You don't think they're going to fly? Of course they're going to fly, but I'm just saying, you know, back in the day, that's a short ride. Teams save money by busing from Baltimore to Cincinnati. What I will say, well, it's the playoffs, uh, 43 and a half points over under. The under on this game is a lot. There's no way that this game goes over. Cincinnati and Baltimore over 43? Yeah. Cincinnati's going to score 35 by themselves. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Listen, I don't know what Baltimore's going to do. I don't know how many penalties they're going to have, but Cincinnati is not going over 43 points or combined. It's not going to happen. This game is going to be like 20 to 17. It's over and 20. under 38 and a half, you said? 43. 43. 43. It's, okay. the, it's the lowest one of the whole playoff week. I made my note. When you lose, pay me. Pay me. Oh, Next. I'll take that back. Seattle, San Francisco is at 42 and a half. That's it. Six games. Okay. Okay. We are all done. That's all the playoffs? There's six games this week. It's a super wild card one, weekend. Two. It used to be four games. Wait a minute. San Francisco, Seattle. Cincy, Baltimore's in the NFC. They're in the AFC. They're in the AFC. We did three AF- NFC games. Oh, we did San Francisco. That's why. That was the first one. Okay. San Francisco. We did the Giants, Minnesota. We did Dallas yeah. and Tampa. Yeah. If Dallas loses, they got to fire that head coach. I shouldn't say they have to. <laughs> they will fire that head coach. Since they can't fire Dax, right? Yeah. Um, you're right, though. What's his name is a bad head coach, Todd Bowles. He's a great defense coordinator. Yeah. But let's, you know. let's, let's let's go back and talk about a couple of dad picks that he made two weeks ago. Okay. And I hope you people listened to the dad and made some money. TCU beat Michigan. Georgia beat who? Ohio State. And Barely. Georgia crushed who? TCU. All right, now, so if you had Georgia all the way, you made money on your dad picks. 
send me something. And if you had TCU beat the Michigan, you made a lot of money. You need to send me some flowers. When you make your comments on this podcast, I want to see some pictures of flowers for the dad pics because he gave you some winners. And if you didn't follow his advice, you know what you are? A loser. I love it. I love it. I'm here for it. Okay. Who do you have winning the NFC and who do you have winning the AFC? Okay. Um, Just to project out for the I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with San Francisco in the Super Bowl. Really? San Francisco in the Super Bowl. Mm. And and depending on what they do. Rookie quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant, seventh round pick. Rookie quarterback. Okay. Yes, I'm going to go with San Francisco in the Super Bowl winning. I don't know if I win it at all. And here's a surprise. Here's a surprise. I may have, I may have, um, I may have, I hate to say it. I may have Cincy in the Super Bowl. Oh, you're, you're jumping on my coattails, you say. I may have. <laughs> you know, it depends on how souped up Buffalo still is. You know, everybody made a big deal about that kid running back the, the touchdown. Oh, Buffalo's back because, you know, this makes up for DeMar. He was just lucky to get the first one. Mm. It had nothing to do with DeMar. Okay. Mm. In fact... In fact, for a team playing for their hurt teammate, they will they weren't that very good. Like you said, take away those two touchdowns. For a team that's supposed to be an emotional high, playing hard for their boy, they weren't very good. Yeah. Take away those 14. So that's why I'm not so high on Buffalo. But you know, it depends on what Cincy does. I may go between Cincy and uh, KC. Okay. KC's defense is very, very suspect. The offense have got to score 35 points for them to win. Did, did you and see it, what Cincinnati, I'm sorry, did you see what Kansas City did to the to the Raiders in Las Vegas? Yeah, the Raiders stink. So what? Okay. I got listen, Georgia could beat, I mean, it's a stretch. Georgia could beat the Raiders at this point. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying, beating the Raiders is is nothing. If they'd have beat a team with a good defense, that's a different story. But we'll see. You know, um, KC has to get rolling. And um, they have a lot of uh, a lot of cute plays. I love that circle thing. Yeah. That was that was that was great. That was too cool. That was like a high school team. I love seeing that. Okay, John Madden's turning over in his grave now, cheering that 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 circle break out of the uh, out of the huddle. I loved it. And I loved even better that even though that play got called back on the very next play. They ran a quite similar play, and they scored a touchdown again. Okay, that was cool. But, um, but you know, their defense, they're, they're, especially their backfield, is suspect. You can score on them, <laughs> and that's the problem. But I'm going to go with Cincy right now. But, but I'm, next week, if we do this next week, I may come back to KC. We'll see. Okay. But I got San Francisco, KC slash Cincy. Okay. Um, I'm still sticking with my pick. Whoever wins the AFC North is going to win the Super Bowl or going to be in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So Cincinnati is going to be in the Super Bowl. And who's the NF- AFC? NFC. NFC. Um, you going with the Eagles? 
I their defense has been very like they're really banged up, but they uh-huh. do have Robert Quinn. They do have Indominus Sue in the middle. They have all the veterans that they need to have, people who have been there and done that. And they know how to move down the field. I have no faith in the Cowboys, and I have much more faith in their offense against San Francisco. Wait a minute. Why are the Cowboys in this discussion? Because I expect them to beat Tampa Bay, which means they're going to be probably the lowest seeded team left. Then do you, you think they'll be so, Philly? Maybe, but I don't know. Especially how Washington just handled them. The only other option is saying that Minnesota, let's say, well, either Tampa, yeah, they either play Tampa or they play the winner of Tampa and Dallas, no matter mm-hmm. what. Um, San Francisco, I think they can handle San Francisco. I really don't think that's a problem because San Francisco's offense will have issues against Philadelphia in Philadelphia. Okay. Playing in that cold weather. People always say San Francisco's cold. No, San Francisco's cold. Santa Clara isn't. Santa Clara is 70 degrees. Santa what do Clara, you have? Who's the NFC team? I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Philly. Okay. Philly. They. Okay. They're saying Tom Brady has his easiest run to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. possibly ever because he only has to face Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, or Brock Purdy or Jalen Hurts. In terms of quarterbacks, they're pretty easy to beat. But in terms of defenses, they're probably tougher than any of the defenses he played in the AFC. Honestly. Yeah. See, that's nice. People forget though. The quarterback's not playing by himself. But he's got to score points. He's playing the team. And that's where I'm concerned with San Francisco. Like, they every year they always try to grind out. Like, Green Bay played them real tough last year. Yeah. They won 14-10 on two and, defensive touchdowns. And people always blame the quarterback. The quarterback yes. doesn't call the plays. And I think having a rookie is going to make a difference. They think okay. the Brady guy is good. He played 45. He had 45 starts in college which means he played a fifth year because of 2020. Mm-hmm. He was good at Iowa State. The team underachieved a bit. Mm-hmm. They were expected to win the Big 12 in 2021. They did not. But he is a good quarterback. He can clearly throw. He makes good decisions. But he's only played six games. And they play for him. Yes. So they may beat Seattle 13-3. to <laughs> But they will win that game. We'll see you Monday they night. win in the division round? I don't know. We will see you Monday night at 7 for the Update Uptown Parlay Recap Show. We're out.